0: show
1: where smart is the new sexy and now
0: april hunter
1: hello beautiful people welcome to the moderate voice of reason it is awesome to see everyone and across from me is my beautiful co-host big ray hernandez how That's are me. you doing Ray?
0: i'm all right i'm you all I'm right you no know deal
1: come see come off more or less. Well,
0: I mean, you know, for you know, for people that that uh that watched me earlier this morning, I was kind of off my my fucking game. I I had a buddy of mine that passed away out of the blue. You know, it was fucking uh, it messed me up a little bit, and I've been thinking about it a lot because whenever something like this happens, he's only, he was only forty years old. He just turned forty.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, whenever that whenever something like that happens, you know, your mortality. Because it's already been in my mind, because I'm like, shit, I'm almost fifty. Do I have twenty years left? I can't. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Twenty twenty five. Am I gonna make it eighty? So it's like, and then poor guy, you know, got short changed. So, yeah. but also it sucks, man. He's got two kids and stuff, and his wife. And it's just, it, it, I honestly, it's been down. Di- now, and, and now I have to. My mindset is that I have to go to a funeral Friday before work. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yes. like. It's like shit now I got to look at the look at his kids, stare his wife in the face, never met his mother, nothing you know, I worked with a guy for about five years good, good good dude, man, so i'm just I'm just you know, I hate cancer Cancer's- oh my
1: God, yeah, I just <clears> too, <throat> and I'm really sorry to hear this yeah, and so like I know we've talked about this before, and I don't know if this is helpful or not at all, but there is a theory out there that there's only two reasons people die Mm -hmm. and one is that their purpose has been completed here on earth Mm -hmm. and the other is that they've strayed so far from their purpose the only way Mm -hmm. to get back to it is to start over again which is hard to come to grips with when people have children young children of course um but i'm 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 really sorry
0: Uh, i mean it is what it is i mean i I know my purpose isn't Fulfilled yet because I haven't won the lottery. There you go. <laughs> so I hope. Wait, I hope when I win the lottery, I don't die. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, I know, right? You don't want to be like, oh wow, look at that. Uh-
0: Uh, (laughs) on the way to maui oh speaking of maui
1: i know um real quick i want to say hi to everybody here big wig alley speedway cool awesome dude winona chuck big kenny hey everybody joining us tonight thank you for being here we appreciate you winona i know you just had a birthday so happy birthday to you ab twitch alex thank you for being here um, yeah, so we we have we actually tonight have a really cool guest um, coming in uh, uh, very shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julius Cesar Mendoza from Weapons of Anu. I don't know if you guys are up on your uh, new rock music, but uh, they've been around for a little while. They always say it takes you know 25 years to be an overnight success. And uh, that is the situation here. So if you haven't heard of Weapons of a New, check them out. But Julius is the drummer there, and we are happy to have him on. He started right here in Tampa, and it'll be exciting.
0: Yeah, that's the, also... this, this is the symbol I have behind me. This is one of their symbols.
1: Yes, it is. And, uh, oh, yeah, Eva's joined us. Hello, hello. Oh, my gosh, Big Kenny says he graduated with him. That's funny. So you're out in Pasco. Is it Pasco? You're out that way? So that's awesome. So, yeah, so we're, um, we're, we're thrilled to death to have on – Julius, and then we're going to talk about some other things real quick. So um, I have a story for you guys later. Um,
0: mm, funny story. My, actually.
1: my dog um, got it. My friend um, came this weekend while I had a shoot. Okay. I'll give you a, a real quick. I had a week long shoot and so. my friend came in to also shoot at the end and she threw her bags down mm. and unbeknownst to me, um, she had edibles in her bag. Oh, um, not unbeknownst to my dog, so when we ran out to the airport to take the photographer to the airport, I came back and my dog had partaken quite a bit. And how much? How,
0: how much we talking here?
1: Quite a bit. So I'm going to tell you that story. It was a, uh, it wasn't funny at the time, but it is now. Um, you know, spoiler alert: he had the best sleep of his freaking life. Um, but Jesus. just in case this ever happens to you. I'm going to save you a vet visit, and tell you what to look for. Okay. So, yes. Anyway, um, today we're going to talk about a couple of uh, key events happening on happening here. And hi, Wade. Hello, hello. Yeah, stone puppy is no no doubt there. Um. So there's there's a few things that were that are that's in the news that you're probably not going to hear about. Um, the first is that. Um, I don't know how many people are aware of this, but unfortunately, America does seem to be for sale as far as our land. So where there is desert and drought right now, we have Saudis growing alfalfa in our country. Now, alfalfa is a very water intensive crop, Mm -hmm. and it's completely illegal to grow this in Saudi Arabia because of how much water it takes. So they grow it here and then they ship it back. So what's happening, unfortunately, is that they are killing the water supply for the local farmers all around the area. So there's, it's, it's really destructive right now. And that is something you're probably not gonna hear about in the news. Um, I don't know how many people are aware of how much land is not owned by the United States anymore. So for example, most of New York city is owned by Abu Dhabi. Um, China owns quite a bit of our land. Um, And you know how we do foreign aid packages to the countries that we'd like to control. Mm -hmm. Well, they do foreign aid packages for us too. So you'll see a lot of, uh, you know, European financial aid comes to us. We just don't talk about it.
0: So the Catholic church doesn't own as much as uh, used to back in the day. Catholic Church used uh, to own a ton of, uh, especially like in New York.
1: I I'd, honestly, I would, I would reckon that the Catholic Church is still very embroiled in our politics and everything that we do. You know, I have. Just, they're just more on the DL now.
0: Just, just, just for you, just, real quickly. Uh, while you were talking about this, I did find video of of the dog eating the weed. Uh, would you like to see it?
1: Oh, sure. Since I didn't take a video, I got to see this one.
0: Yeah, here you go. Yeah. I, you might be. I mean, it looks. I don't know if you Here we go.
2: Dog know right? Somebody gotta do something about this shit right
0: now. now this is when the dog actually. Hey.
2: Hey, hey
1: little fella. Hey smell
0: it. Hey smell it. Okay.
2: All right.
0: <laughs> now is this actually what happened?
1: Good boy. <laughs> yeah, that's that is exactly what happened. Huh? That is exactly what
0: happened. <laughs> so, so 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 right now we, so right now we'll see we'll see the dog start uh, flipping out here. I don't know if you guys are. But mm-hmm. what was the dog's name by the way?
1: Well, it was Max. It is now Max Chong. <laughs> now this is where happens when you it, eat the dog uh, marijuana. <laughs> yeah, or man. when the dog eats he marijuana. Likes it. Look
0: at him. He's getting all high you, and man. <laughs> shit. Man, what did you guys do to him, yo? <laughs> Nothing, man. Yo, kill him, kill. Killer's not gonna kill him. Kill, kill yo. No, now here, here's what happened. <laughs> this weed is, <what> <laughs> yeah. is fantastic. That's one of the greatest scenes
1: oh, in movie man. history. Yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. Have here. you ever
0: seen Half. you ever seen Half Baked?
1: Uh, a long time ago.
0: Oh my god, I love killer. Anyway, but so all right, so now <laughs> you're telling me that that uh, so 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 the Arabs are are selling alfalfa, right?
1: Yes. They're growing it here and shipping it back home and Why? The dark side caster. Um, for food for their for their uh, their their everything. So alfalfa is. Why can't they grow it
0: there? I'm confused.
1: Because it takes too much water, and it's illegal to take that much water for a crop.
0: So they got to use our land. I mean, not. They got to use our water. Oh, their water is shit. Got it.
1: Yeah, so we need our water. So that's why I'm saying it's 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 very destructive to the farmers around them because there's a drought in Arizona and other areas right now, and it's just it's it's destroying the local farmers. Around the alfalfa fields. Ah, uh, that makes so, sense. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, so there's that. We are also experiencing a lot of disruption um, in marine life because of windmills. So something about the windmills is killing marine life, especially whales right now. It's also, you know, it's I don't I don't know what's happening there. Um, and waste uh, the problem is they're growing in areas where they're already struggling to get water to the farmers, which is true. Um, and for some reason, this is legal and allowed, and the government just turns away from it. So, again, not in our mainstream news. So something that we should be aware of. We do only get a little bit of the story ever. Um, information is something that Americans are not allowed to have. Um, so we are... Stuck having to research on our own, and then they have the audacity to call us conspiracy theorists when hey. we come up <laughs> with, the, with the answers.
0: Here's some news I, I don't really ever hear. Apparently, in Florida, and I, I, this is just off the top of my head, is it true that people, uh, you have manatees over there? Is that what it is? Manatees? We have
1: lots of manatees. Yeah. All
0: right. So apparently, uh, around this time of year, people just flood nine one one with uh, with calls because manatees are just boning each other yes. all over the beach. Is that true?
1: Uh, well, there, there's a manatee mating season, yes. I have a video of manatee sex. How I is call that? It man- manatee porn.
0: Does it like me me on my wedding night or? like?
1: <laughs> I, I don't oh. know. Do I want to see that? No,
0: I don't think you do. It's just a lot <laughs> of crying. It's a, <laughs> a lot of crying and a lot of crying
1: and
0: a lot of crying and my wife consoling me. It's okay. It's normal.
1: It's um, <laughs> then, yes, it's exactly like oh, that.
2: Okay. I, yeah, no, I, was, I was
1: out. I was out on Little Manatee River, and I was uh, kayaking with my friend, and she's like, "Look, Manatee porn," and we just watched them rolling around and rolling around and going and going and going. And going. So that I was like, hot. "Really?" So right? Do they
0: make they make noise. Do they like sounds.
1: No, no at no. least this, these two didn't. I don't know.
0: This silent. This. I mean, there there could be those lovers. ones that are
1: like. Rawr, rawr, oh, you know? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> no, it does sound like me and my know. wedding night. <laughs> I had no fucking. I had no fucking clue that was even a thing.
1: Yeah. So cool awesome dude. So seriously, people are getting freaked out, of course. Oh, Manatee is getting it on. Well, let me let me show you something, you guys.
0: You don't you dare show manatee porn.
1: I'm gonna show manatee porn. All right, fine, whatever. Let me show you the headline from this week's newspaper. And let me show you how dumb people are. See what that? Say,
0: Stay right, pass left with care.
1: Yes. Do you see the girl's face? So read the small byline there. Hang on, where is it?
0: Okay, uh right there. Boom. It says uh <clears throat> New rules for what is it Penniless Trail users penalist cause trail. Trail's user, uh, cause confusion. Why is it confusing? I don't understand.
1: Fucking exactly. Fucking exact. New rules cause confusion. Stay right, pass with care. They just the what like why is this even a thing? But there you go. That's why that is why right there. They are calling about manatee sex. That is the the, the people this is this it's not just florida it's everywhere but this is this is this is what we're dealing with here this is the new class of intelligence that we deal with
0: i don't know man sometimes i guess people just <laughs> thank wanna...
1: you ali ali just says ha 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 there you go you just covered it <laughs> i
0: guess people just like fucking call it's so funny people hate the cops but the, the, the call the cops was stupid yep. shit see. i don't
1: Big says, "I don't want to watch me having sex why i don't want to watch manatees having sex It's like stupid people shouldn't breed yeah, people are they stupid. Do. So there you go. Well, it looks like... Uh,
0: all right, so I'm going to start. I'm going to hit this real quick. And... Uh...
1: <laughs> all right. Hey, welcome, welcome. We have Julius Caesar Mendoza. This is us. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
2: This is... I live on the west side of America where they spin lies into very dust. We can pick sides. This yeah, is listen, us. Listen this is, is us. This is. And don't believe the narcissism when everyone projects and expects you to listen to them. Make no mistake, I live in a prison.
0: Hey, while uh, while our buddy gets, gets ready, yeah. Billy Ray they Valentine wants to have a sick little sick or bit of uh, see a little uh, manatee sex.
1: i will forward to you. <laughs> so anyway, <Tonight laughs> Julius, thank you for joining us.
2: Yeah, great, great to be here with you guys.
1: I know, I'm, I'm happy to have you on So, yeah, cool, awesome dude, that song is good That's called Sick Boy, and it's from Weapons of A New Which Julius is the drummer for So, uh, in case you guys are not familiar with Julius He is a Tampa regular here He's been supporting and part of the, you know Rock and metal industry here for about 25 years uh, He was part of Tampa Tycho He's a he's a Tycho drummer You're still part of that, right?
2: Yeah, Tampa Tycho is currently doesn't have anything on uh any book uh shows booked yet but we've got uh um a new new lineup and we're amping up for the next uh season i think we fire up again um uh, for the chinese new year in february
1: oh that's awesome and i'm gonna ask you about taika stuff because taika is so amazing Uh, oh yeah uh, (laughs) And the typo has led him to a really cool opportunity. And that is to be the drummer for weapons of a new, and you guys just got back from LA doing it, doing a little tour there. Haven't you?
2: Yeah, it was a, it was a one-off, but we played at the legendary whiskey a go-go. I mean, going from uh, just practicing in the warehouse and just going and going and going and doing no shows to going and playing one of the most uh, popular venues in the world was, was pretty surreal. It it was, It was quite the moment because I've, uh, you know, I've been in the scene for quite some time and, you know, pretty much just like Florida. I've done some regional touring with uh, my other band, uh, Super Drum, but really not really big time and nothing very notable. We've played some decent festivals, but when I got out to Hollywood and and got to see the scene out there, like at that venue and just the support that we got was unreal. I, I didn't, I didn't know that we were going to run into our fans and people were singing sick boy back to us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Isn't that cool? I mean, right. like there's some, oh, I was going to say there's some music venues, you know, some places where you play music and then there's some that are music venues.
2: Well, right. uh, that one, that one just sticks out because of, I, it's just that everybody's played there before all of my heroes. Um, and while I was getting pumped up for it, I was looking at all these pictures, of guns and roses and, and like even as far back as Janice joplin i mean just all of that it just means a lot to be walking up the backstage uh steps and and just you know being in that place it was it was i had a lot of uh times where i just stood there and looked and relished the moment (laughs) i was like it was it was almost like that uh we made it kind of feeling like oh my god this is it you know and it was a good feeling, especially to be part of that show and be part of the, um, the metal hall of fame induction for armored saint. And there was a lot of other rockers in the room. It was just, it was really, um, sort of like act like you've been there and try not to be so giddy, like a, like a schoolgirl about, you know, oh my God, I can't believe we're doing this, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, everybody in the band, you know, we put in the time and, you know it was just it, it felt so good to be on stage and show everybody what we've been up to
1: that's awesome
2: on okay, top of know. walking back and forth with the entourage and the end of the night shenanigans just it it just felt if if I ever had like a few rock star days where it just really really felt like a rock star in this band it would have been while we were out in l a um <laughs> just because of how fast paced everything was. Even like going to dispensaries and just just junk like that, where it just felt like w- we were really in our element. I, I, I'm really looking forward to going back out on tour.
1: <laughs> That's awesome, Bray. <laughs> I cut you off. I'm sorry. You had a question. Nice. I just
0: wanted to say what's up, first man. What's going on, Julius? <laughs> I wanted to introduce myself. I know you know April, but uh, I'm her ugly co-host, and um, I love <laughs> nice, music. Nice to meet you, brother. Nice to meet you, my friend. I, really I love you guys having me on today. Well, we appreciate you. I fucking love music. I love all types of music. I grew up listening from everything from Frank Sinatra to Metallica to, to fucking Wu Tang Clan. So first and foremost, I listened to a couple of your jams, and I really love your shit. And it's really cool. I I, I, I sensed a little uh, early two thousands in there, and I was just wondering um, if you had like what were your inspirations kind of coming up, or or like if there was that one group that really like like shit, man. I, this is this is something I I loved to listen to growing up. But I want to just Be better or do something a little more different like what 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 was your inspiration coming up bro
2: well coming up um playing one of my biggest inspirations was probably my mom and dad because they always had a band going in the living room so there was always music instruments and of course there was always a drum set And usually there was a drummer sleeping on our couch (laughs) (laughs) so it was always that and then growing up Um, going through school, you know, I kind of got away from music. Um, when I was in high school, I went into sports and played football and did wrestling and track and was kind of like more of a jock and kind of got away from it. Um, and then right after high school, I ran into a bunch of friends and, you know, it was kind of like that cliche story. We just formed a punk rock band and started going at it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then through the years, um, you know, when you get with some musicians, you just feel a little bit more, uh, like. It just it clicks better. Um, and you want to go a little bit more serious. So, you know, a few more years later, you know, I was playing in a band that was, uh, you know, we were in the running for to play at the livestock for 98 rock. And, and you know, we were kind of like stepping it up to the next level. And, you know, it, it kind of really, never really went further than that for me in the scene. Cause you know, I was just kind of always in local bands and, you know, it was, a it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I've, I've made so many like lifelong friends, in the scene that I've, we've all played in different bands and um, with each other for me for 25 years, so I mean it's not like I'm like trying to talk down on the scene at all. I, I just got worn out on it by uh, trying to like make pay the, pay your dues every time you, you start a new group. Um, and then when I went in I got an opportunity for weapons, um, it kind of came through a mutual friend where uh, he had recently seen the band play. And then, you know, they had mentioned that they might want to be looking for a new drummer, somebody that was local, um, because at the time they were kind of going through a lineup change and they really weren't sure um, what direction they were going to go. So when my friend got a hold of me and uh, I ended up meeting the guys and, you know, we hit it off pretty good. You know, the guys kind of had a different mindset that I did because I felt like I was a little bit retired from playing in, bands. And I was, I didn't know if I really wanted to go back into another band, um, especially kind of on a local level. Um, I mean, so when it was all presented to me with weapons of a new, there was, they had already accomplished a lot and they had, uh, you know, a CD and then they had a single, um, sick boy. Um, so I recently joined the band back in December, this past December. Um, and then they, they, they did sick boy a couple of years ago. Uh, with the lineup that they had coming off of the COVID, so COVID kind of shut them down a little bit. They they were doing really really good out on tour. I mean, they went from uh, Freddie Ordine is the the band leader, and he he made his name in the scene with a band called Havoc Hate. It was kind of like a uh, kind of death metal, speed metal, technical uh, heavy metal and when he formed weapons back in i think 2015 or 16 um just based on his past he was able to get label attention and then they did a, a single and they got signed right away i mean then they went from playing no shows to playing the house of blues opening up for Alter bridge every night and it's not so like they went like i said they could they go from playing in the warehouse to peeking out the curtain and there's 2000 people standing there. It's crazy. Uh, so like it, they, they have had a lot of that, that success already. And then it kind of got stalled a little bit by the COVID situation. Um, they went through a little bit of uh, membership change uh, when they did sick boy during the COVID that did uh, take off quite a bit and kind of helped us get to chart on billboard. Actually, we made it as, we I think we debuted in the top forty That's and we, we made it up to number eighteen with that one. Um, and you know it was like kind of like a something they really didn't expect, but it was a blessing that it happened during the covid so it kind of kept uh, kept us relevant. um so fast forward to when I joined the band, um, it was sort of a, a transition. and when I came in, I didn't really know what was happening because I was focused on my parts and all that stuff. I mean, when I joined the band, really, they were going through, you know, they pretty much fired half the people in the band and I was kind of unsure how we were going to go on tour because there was already like when, when they, on this level, everything we do is usually three to four, six months out. Um, So we find out about things so we can plan ahead because we all have jobs and we have to make sure we can do this. Um, but it was just, it was wild. Cause as soon as I got in, I was like, okay, these guys are fired. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. whoa, Um, but it was, it's not like we had no plan. We had another guy, uh, ready pretty much on deck for guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, went through a few people trying out for vocals and we found, uh, Dante. Um, this guy is like, he's like a firecracker. I mean, he's got so much charisma that he kind of like energizes all those old guys into being like oh shoot we gotta hang with this hang with wait, this wait, how, old you? how old are you i just turned 47
0: that's oh not shit, old. that's not old dude i'm
2: 47 oh. man well, <laughs> i mean I, I say that because in the scene you know what i mean the scene you, you you'd go out there with the young bucks and they're looking at you like oh these guys got gray hair <laughs> but uh his nickname is lebo but if so if i if i just randomly say lebo i'm, I'm referring to dante but, when we're hanging around with him, it's just it kind of kicks everything up to just party time. I guess that's the only way to to describe it is uh you know he's definitely the rock star in the band <laughs> as far as. Like, uh, dad's concerned if we want to find the after party, just send Lebo in there, man. He'll, he'll find it.
0: Listen, I'm gonna give you some advice. If, if, ever, if, ever, if ever anyone like gets in your case for being quote unquote old, just tell them you slept with their mom or some shit, you know? <laughs> that's
1: okay. what I always
0: do. Oh, I'm old, Look, I probably slept with I your could mom. Be your dad, bro. Yeah, dude, I could, but I'm not gonna test,
1: yeah, <laughs> and just 40's the new walk 30 away. anyway. <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, I, I tell you what, I, I felt. Uh, my age before I joined the band. And since I joined the band, I, I can't even tell you that it's been a wild ride. I mean, w- without disclosing too much. It feels like I joined Motley Crue sometimes. Uh, is, <laughs>
1: you just disclosed everything right there. Well,
2: I mean, you know, I'm not going to, it's not like the movie, but you know, use your imagination anyway. <laughs>
1: so Okay. So that brings us to, I was going to ask you about Tycho drumming, but mm-hmm. in, in the middle of all of this, like right before you joined, like I know you, and I know what you were going through, but you were going through a kind of a rough time and yeah. like, like a, you know, um, things were, were not going smoothly in your life when this opportunity came up.
2: Yeah, it really, it, it it's, it's wild. You know, I, I'm not really into uh, fate, but some of these things that kind of dropped into place kind of was almost like a fate scenario, even down to the band name. Um, you know, last year when I got my opportunity to try out, um, there was a couple things that I, I didn't do right. Um, so it took a while to hear back from them. You know, I heard, okay, hey, you nailed it. Learn, learn these three more songs, and then we'll be in touch. Mm-hmm. And it was a while before I heard from them again. In fact, uh, I kind of took me like in the middle of a, pretty much a depression because I was I was uh, presented with a life changing event. Uh, so I was about to be starting the process of divorce, and I went into some pretty hardcore depression with that. And, you know, in one of my, like, you know, just kind of reaching out to try to uh, think of something more positive. I reached out to Freddie and I said, you know, Hey man, are you guys still looking? You know, I saw you guys released your video and, um, uh, you know, I'm still learning the stuff. I've been kind of going through the material again. And, you know, if you guys want to give me another shot and it just so happened to be that, like, they were already, had fired their drummer and they were wondering what they were going to do. Um, and since they hadn't heard from me in the world, they didn't know that I was still interested. Um, so, you know, it sort of started back up and, you know, it, I had, you know, I haven't looked back. It's actually, you know, really been a, a blessing and, you know, something that I, I would, you know, I guess you could say feel more, uh, so about believing in that fate thing. Um, So here's another funny uh, little tie-in to that is that the guitar player who joined our band um, during the transition, Nick, him and I used to play in a band called A New. It was spelled A-K-N-E-W. And that was 10 years ago. And that band ended a while back. And we've got a lot of friends that know us from that band. So they all you know, we're wondering, you know, why do we change the name to Weapons? And, I, you know, when they find out it has nothing to do with that group oh. and these guys came down here from New Jersey and we just sort of happened to find each other, that it's you know, kind of like goes into that like whoa, maybe, you know, maybe there is something to all, that, all this. That's true. It's wild too, because the guys in the band I mean, our group has a pretty diverse lineup and, and the guys in the band all have their own individual personality. Um, you know, I'd say Freddie and Reno kind of have the most in common since they've been lifelong friends from up in New York, New Jersey. Um, and they just moved down to Florida a few years ago. Um, and then Nick and I know each other from, uh, being in the band, but we really hadn't been staying in touch that much. Um, and then Dante's, uh, I think Dante's 30 is, he's like in his lower thirties. Um, so, he moved here from Austin, Texas. I think it was Austin or Dallas. Some would say, yeah, I think it was Dallas, but he moved out here from Texas. So he doesn't really know anybody in the scene. In fact, um, Dante hasn't really, doesn't really have a, a ton of band experience. We found him at karaoke. <laughs> um, and, and he wasn't singing rock. He was singing Michael Jackson and, and like all kinds of R and B tunes and pop tunes. And, um, Here's a here's a really neat little little thing about Dante is earlier this year, pretty much I, I would say it might even have been the day after we said, "Okay, you're in the band." We left band rehearsal, and he went to karaoke, which he is a regular, and everybody knows that you know Thursday at the social is Dante and and the everybody else. But uh, Dante went to karaoke and as soon as he walked in the door, there was bail bondsman there that arrested him what? because of, you know, whatever the charge was, but they was all caught on camera and they, they let him sing a song because he was like up next, I guess. And so they cuffed him and sent him on stage with the cuffs And uh, so if you look on YouTube, I don't know if it's on YouTube, but I know it's on Facebook. It says only in Pasco will you get arrested at karaoke, but they let you sing your song because you're up next. (laughs) Yeah, because you waited for that,
1: right? You waited 45 minutes.
2: (laughs) Well, he went viral with that. And, you know, it hit pretty hard. You know, I don't, you know, 100,000 or something like that views, but. It was pretty funny that everybody when we started kind of revealing that yeah our singer is this guy dante and you know you might have seen him on that karaoke video and everybody's like holy crap that's 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 your singer (laughs) i mean the comments the comments in that video are gold (laughs) oh my
1: god so
2: but yeah with the um you know with that um going back to like you know how i was feeling around that time you know it really helped and uh, get me out of the hole for, for sure. And then, you know, it, it, it feels like um, ever since then, I mean, I'm I'm not going to s- say that I'm not still struggling with depression and stuff because of my divorce. But now that I'm doing, you know, really active with the band and, you know, I've been, um, we did, uh, Tampa Tyco did the Renaissance Festival again. We've kind yeah. of become kind of become regulars uh, out there. So we're looking forward to that again next year, but this year, um, was, we got moved up to uh, main stage and, um, I had more weekends and more people to sort of manage the, the team. And it was a lot of fun going through that. And it was like pretty humbling also because, um, I had five or six different people in my cast, but there, there was usually only three of us all together on stage at once. So every week I had to kind of figure out who was going to be there and then figure out what we could do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it grew and I wish that at the end, um, you know, everybody was becoming so good that it wasn't over. Um, yeah. But that, that carried that carried through into kind of like, um, since I was around drumming and around a lot of my drumming friends, um, I started going back to, to drum circles That was
1: my question I was going to ask you. Um, You had said that you had a, you were dealing with depression and you were having a really hard time. And um, I was going to say, how did you, you you said you found peace through all of this. And I was going to ask you how how you did that.
2: Well, I mean, it's more so about surrounding yourself with folks that have good vibes going or, um, you know, instead of, soaking in the doom and gloom of your head because <laughs> a lot of times your head's not very kind to yourself um and you can let it knock you down pretty hard i'm my own worst enemy and I, I you know i've been I, you know, like i said i'm still struggling but it's still it, it's that i'm around people like my band you know we, it, we might bust balls and 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 stuff but it's only um in good fun and if we're gonna you know go at each other in some kind of personal way. That's, that's really not what our band is all about. Um, it's usually about accountability for knowing your parts, showing up on time, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that sort of thing. But like at the drum circle or, um, you know, you can just show up and you don't have to know anybody. You can just go there and you know, you just hear a beat or even if you don't drum, you could just go there and enjoy the sound of it. Or if you want to go dance, um, it's, it's, it's just a, um, it's a release and, you know, um, the people I've been hanging around with are pretty much drum circle every single night of the week. Um, depending on what season it is, um, some of the places, you know, shut down, but I mean, they usually go Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday has drum circle, Thursday has drum circle. Friday kind of quiet, but. Saturday starts it up again. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of them, a lot of really big beach drum circles. Those are those are really awesome because the energy is so high because of the number of people there. I mean, right. Siesta Key, Drum Circle, Treasure Island, uh, Nicomas Beach down by Venice, they all get um, numbers of up to like 20, 30, 40 drummers, but the attendance of the crowd gets into the, you know, hundreds, even thousands of oh, wow. And it, it's it's hard to not feel like a positive energy when you're looking around at all these people smiling and you know just kind of vibing and stuff. And it, it like that that what that's what's really uh, kept me uh, from you know going down into the pits. I mean the band too. I mean I still work and I still you know do other things, but it was more so being active instead of like hanging around. I mean because really when I was first like in October. Uh, when my wife first asked for for the divorce, you know, I'm like, whoa, what, what, you know, I'm kind of took me a few minutes to, you know, realize what was happening. And, you know, once you start the process of all that, I was married for over 20 years. So it's, it's not going to be an easy one. Um, But, you know, once I started dealing with that and I have to move out and all that stuff, I mean, it's all, you know, things that everybody else goes through. So I'm not trying to like, uh, be woe is me about it. Um, when I'm around my friends, you know, I can uh, open up to them a little bit more. Um, but you know, like I would rather not go backwards and, you know, keep moving forward with, with this and especially because there's so much going for us now and for me and for the band, and, you know, everything is, uh, you know, it's, it's picking up. So there's no reason for me to like sit there and focus on that stuff. It, it There's just no reason for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that totally makes sense. And they say um, that uh, music, dancing and singing will raise your vibration. So the quickest way to kind of get out of a funk is music, dancing oh, and singing.
2: It is. I mean, when you go out there and you go, you, you know, you're at that circle and you're kind of like released for a second, you close your eyes and you're drumming or at night at a like a, a, at a festival or something like that around the fire. You just, you know, it's a reset. It's, yeah. it's kind of like you can, if you feel like you need to like, you know, get out some aggression or something, or <laughs> it, it can be aggressive, but in a, in a, in a positive way out there, you know what I mean? You're like, I'm just yeah. going to go out there and beat the crap out of my drums, but I'm going to be smiling about it the whole time instead of being like going home and punching a bag or punching a wall or something. <laughs>
1: that makes sense. Yeah. I was, right. I was social, your social network, like the people around you. Are so important too. Like next to the foods you eat and getting exercise, how healthy you are depends on how much you hang out with other people. And I, I think it's very yeah. underrated. Like mental health, physical health, all of it. Like you need to have people.
0: I have a question on top of that. So during um, because look, dude, I went through divorce, man. I went to divorce. And when I got I divorced, yeah, I had I had a three year old son. I mean, I still have my my son's 15 now, but and I got remarried, you know, but um, I didn't think that was ever going to fucking happen. But uh, the truth is that, you know, I went through some dark times as well. And like you, you know, surrounded myself around really good freaking people. And I just kept myself busy doing stuff like this here. Now, with that being said, during the pandemic, man. You know, everybody's closed up. Everybody's closed in. Like, how did you get past that? Like on your except own, Floridians. Dude? except, except for, Floridians. Except Floridians. No, yeah, I'm in New York, so I got f- effing
2: screwed here. But yeah, I heard about that? it, man. That's that's why the guys came down here because they were up in New York. They felt like they were in prison, bro. It's like, you know, yeah, that they came down here. But like, um, my business didn't slow down. In fact, I got really, really busy doing floors. Um, so during COVID, I just kind of doubled down on my work and, and honestly, um, because I'd always been doing this band stuff all my life, I really never had that sort of like shut everything off as far as like my personal life and like really kind of, um, focused on my responsibilities as a father and as a husband, just all that. So like, to me, I felt like I doubled down and I actually, um, thrived over you know, through COVID, um, saved up a little bit of money. I did a little bit of investing into awesome. my business. Um, so, so like all through that, it really, um, I was, I was really busy and I got into this hardcore work mode. Um, b- but ended up, I guess in a way, um, because I was so busy at work and kind of not focused on uh, fun time or me time or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, my wife wasn't feeling it so much and you know she's like oh how can we never do this or how can we never do that i'm like um because everything's closed right. <laughs> because there's nobody nothing's open right now and she's like you want me to take her out salsa dancing after i've been laying floors all week i mean i I'm, i might have you know had a little bit of neglect on my my marriage but i, I thought that i was working and i didn't really think that it was it was by working too hard that that was going to be the nail in the coffin. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so through COVID actually I, I did pretty good. Um, when, when it opened back up, it was a little tough trying to think about how to um, cause I had still had band things going and I was wondering how that was all going to work out. Um, but then I sort of like when I got this offer with these guys, it was, you know, after, maybe a year or two after everything started opening back up. Um, so, you know, COVID really didn't hit me that hard except for, I guess my personal life, it, it you know, in the long run, it ended up kind of, um, I, I think a lot of people did a lot of soul searching well, yeah. <laughs> during COVID and they did, they re, they decided, um, you know, and I know a lot of people that, that did this, I mean, not, not, necessarily with the divorce part but just as far as life change things like because when they were in lockdown they didn't know what they were going to do or they couldn't do what they normally would do so they changed had to you know adapt or do something else um or you know it, it it everybody sort of went through that together um and it's wild because it was everybody was going so stir crazy that it's not surprising that a lot of people are getting divorced or a lot of people split up or their job and tried a new job or or any of that you know it, it, it's just wild though that you know it's people are still being affected by that um i heard that it was like coming back or something in, in texas yeah, it's, it's people, always coming back it's so always coming back they're always gonna like fear monger everybody and to be yeah. like i gotta get the job and <laughs> that's, that's,
1: that's what this podcast is about trying to, to <laughs> help people not live in fear.
0: And I totally get I totally get what you're saying, dude, because like I'm a huge sports guy. Like I freaking love sports. I love my baseball, basketball, football, dude. I'm I'm like during the pandemic, I'm going home. I was an, an essential worker and I'm fucking watching cornhole cornhole <laughs> tournaments at one o'clock in the morning like fuck i want to see oh, a
1: baseball cornhole.
2: thrown oh, that's funny.
1: <laughs> and and welcome go. to everybody coming in late hi steve and happy birthday to you happy
2: birthday. And uh,
1: bigwig said living well is the best revenge he would like you to know that yes um also he also he said all of our bigwig also made another comment that all of our health is connected and if you're not mentally there um push-ups don't matter doing as many push-ups don't matter and i would i would disagree with that because I feel like if you can control certain things, mm-hmm. you can't always control depression, but you can control what you're eating and your physical activity.
0: Well, April, so, June, real quick, during a pandemic, you there were people that went either way. Either they, had they either like, got
1: fat or they got in shape.
0: They got <laughs> fat and they were drinking every freaking day of the week or they yeah. were like doing those uh, daily workouts and or they were dropping it.
1: weight. Exactly. But What I was going to say is if you can, if you decide to take your health into your own hands and you decide to do your push ups and your sit ups and go for a walk and do everything, um, usually if you can control one aspect of your life, a lot of times the rest of your life can fall into place after that. You'll find that it kind of just starts stacking like dominoes. So I don't know. That's just. Well, I, I remember.
2: Uh, feeling like a couch potato when I was living at home and sort of not drumming and not being in involved in anything like before I joined the band. Um, and I was eating a lot of cookies and just watching TV and just kind of like I would work hard and, you know, put in the hours. But when I came home, it was just basically sit in the chair and, and, and do nothing. Um, so I can, I can definitely relate to, to how. You know, even just your mindset when you get home, you're just like, oh, I'm done. That's it. And like, I've had to switch that up because if I do that anymore, I I feel like I'm going to go nuts sitting around Mm -hmm. looking at my four walls or in my kitchen or just wherever I'm at, uh, at home, knowing that all my friends are out doing something somewhere fun. I'm like, yeah, I really kind of want to go do that.
0: Well, cookies are delicious, though. I mean, don't don't shit on yeah,
2: cookies. I still, good. I still knock out some cookies and candy bars, but not not a double bag, not the whole bag. Or and I, I had to cut out ice cream. I'm what? Uh, oh, dude! Ice cream's my crack. What? That's my crack. <laughs> That's my crack,
1: man. That's my crack. We're we
0: gonna fight about this? Come on, we have a guest no, anyway. I well, I, I've,
1: I've noticed still-
2: I've lost weight. <laughs>
1: there you go. I tried to switch to gelato and rationalize. I'm like, yeah, gelato's like the same. No, it's fucking good. <laughs> all right. It's fucking good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so fewer calories. So, uh, you know, and- so, hey, I wanted
2: to um I wanted to uh, chime in about the edibles with the dog. Ooh, yes, please. Um, I had a, a situation happen with one of one of our bands while we were out on tour. Uh, the just Cry super drum was out over in Daytona and we were playing at uh, I don't remember the venue, but we were staying at our friend's house and he, he was a, in a band called the bath salt zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we've got they we've eat been, your faces off uh, almost. If you hang out with them enough, you might end up wanting to eat your own face. But wow. uh, so anyway, we, we ended up back to homie's house and it was in the middle of the night, you know, we're all smoking and having a little nightcap and whatnot. And he says, you know, hey, you guys want to eat a brownie? You know, and at four o'clock in the morning, you really don't want to eat a paw brownie. I'll speak for yourself, so, sir. Well, <laughs> I was already I was already high enough, so I was like, all right, cool. I'll eat it in the morning, and I threw it in my backpack. And in the morning, we all woke up, and you know, it was a great morning, dudes. Cooking breakfast, and he made coffee for everybody, and then he breaks out the brownies and was like, Hey, you guys want a brownie? We're all like, yeah, cool. So we all ate the brownie and I kind of forgot that about the one in my backpack. And he left us, you know, he said, all right, guys, I'm going to see Primus. Can you just lock the door before you guys take off? So everything was cool. We hung out. We were about to go leave to go do our gig and we locked the door and we get a call a couple hours later and he's like, Hey man, uh what did you do to my dog and we're like what and he's like man my mom picked up my dog and he's all fucked up i'm not letting me laugh it's, it's pretty cool <laughs> we were like we're like i don't know man uh what you know what how's he acting? and she's like well he's all stumbling around and shit and she said he acts like he's high and you know, we're all sitting there looking at each other. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, like, does anybody know what happened? And I was like, well, let me look at my backpack real quick. Oh, and I looked in my backpack and I found a baggie that was chewed through dude. where the dog ate the brownie out of my backpack. I guess yeah. it was sitting on the floor next to the couch Fantastic. and I'm sitting there being like, Oh my God, dude. Uh, I found this baggie in my, uh, in my backpack. I think your dog ate the brownie and he's like, Oh, dude! Because he knows how powerful his brownies are, (laughs) so they had to take the dog to the vet and have his stomach pop. Oh, poor Uh, thing! He he had to leave the Primus concert too. So I was like, "Damn, uh, bro!"
1: I I respect the fact. I'll tell you the story
2: real quick,
0: though. I respect the fact that you told the truth, bro. Because you could have been like, "I have no fucking idea why your dog is stumbling around."
2: Well, I mean, he's our friend, and we, you know, we know that dog too. So we're like, "Damn, bro!" The schnauzer. <laughs> oh a Schnauzer? Hi
0: Schnauzer. Amazing. <laughs> Hello, dog.
2: Do you have video? I'm sorry. Am I no my video? No.
0: No. All right. Go ahead, April.
1: So I was doing a shoot last week with my my photographer friend who came down from Indiana and he was there all week and people were just in and out of my house. And on the last day, my friend Yeah, why do my paws look like hands? Huh? <laughs> um on the last day my friend was coming down. Um Steve was leaving to go to the airport to pick up his rental car. Um, and my friend, she was like, oh, I want to grab a few pictures before he leaves. And he's like, yeah, let's do that. So I have one spare room and his stuff was still in the spare room. So when she came down, she kind of just threw her bags down. She was going to stay the night. And we had plans. We we're going to go to FetCon. FetishCon was in town. Yeah, we We're going we to go check out the oddities and curiosities where had all these plans, right? Nice. Notice I say had um no. so yeah so she went she did her pictures right uh we packed steve up in the car we went down to the airport we got him situated we come back i walk in the door i open the door i'm like what the fuck there was like wrappers and shit thrown everywhere it was all over the floor i'm like what happened here because we had just kind of cleaned up before that i was like a little bit, and there was nothing on the floor. And I was like, "Wait a second, did did we put the corgi away? Because that's something the corgi would do, not the not the pit bull. He's good." So I look, the corgi's in his in his cage, uh, the pit bull is also in his cage, not moving, and and she the look on her face, she's like, "Oh!" Immediately she recognized it. So he went in her bag, and he ate gummies, mm. and then a quarter cookie. <gasps> So, oh, yeah, he got, he got at least a double, and there was mushrooms in there too. But he oh was not god. interested in those. So he tore into everything, and he was in the cage, not moving. And I'm starting to freak out. I'm like, "Oh my god, what do I do?"
0: Was he standing like, though, or was he like standing, staring at the? Oh wall? no, no, no,
1: oh. no, no, no. This dog was not standing. And hi, Colin. <laughs> By the way, I texted you about next week. Um. So, so no, he was not standing. So he was not responding. There was nothing. My dog let the corgi out. The corgi's like, boing, 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 boing. The other one just doesn't move. So I start looking up. I'm like, what do you do when? And let me just tell you, this was a Friday night, Friday afternoon. Um, Because dogs and appliances only break after five o'clock on Fridays, right? (laughs) It's just the law of averages, right? And she and I have been dealing both collectively with so many unexpected expenses. And she's just immediately, she feels terrible. She's like, oh my God. Oh, my God, I'll pay for anything. I'll take them to the vet. Whatever's wrong, I'll pay for it. I'm just like, just let, let me just hang on. I'm trying to avoid any of that. We both got hit. You know how the electric bill has gotten here in Tampa, right? I mean, it has gotten bad. Mm. You know, I got hit with $402. She got hit with 420 something dollars I'm just like, yeah, hang on. Let me see what I can do. So we get online and we look. So Xylitol. It said, you really don't need to take your, you know, of course, we're reading all these horror stories about dogs. Um, So it says if there's xylitol in the edibles, you need to take the dog to the vet immediately. Other than that, you can kind of chill out and let them wear off. But Mm. it's going to take about 48 hours. So we go through and we try and figure out the all the the uh, ingredients. But of course, the packages are cheap to shit and you can't see anything. Mm. So we start calling the manufacturers. And luckily, <laughs> luckily they answered. And wow, you know, she gets on the phone. She starts calling. She's like, hey, uh, we bought cookies there. Because like two weeks before we went to uh, the Cannadelic Festival and we bought cookies. She finds out, you know, she calls them. She's like, this is what happened. And you may be familiar with something like this happening. They're like, oh, yeah, this has happened. This is what's in our cookies. This is what to expect. Wow. This is what's going to happen. That's and great customer service. Oh, my God. They were great. So they're like, the dog's going to throw up. And probably throw up again and again. Okay. And then it's probably going to have diarrhea. And this is going to go on for about two days or so. So luckily they warned us, told us what was in there. There's no xylitol. This said just keep them hydrated. Mm. So I already had all the syringes from having chickens and all that. So I was just filling up a syringe every two hours with the clear Pedialyte and water. We gave him a syringe. His eyes were rolling to the back of his head. He was completely unresponsive. It was freaking oh, me true. out. Yeah, she would go over every, you know, 20, 30 minutes and kind of wiggle him, make him move. He would twitch his leg, and we kind of kept kept him going all through the night. We were taking turns getting getting up and giving him syringes and everything. Um, he he did at some point that night throw up everywhere, That's which was nice. good. It's good time. And then the next morning he started throwing up and shitting everywhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> sounds, oh, like so that- my, sounds like me in my twenties.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <He dropped it laughs>
2: after fucking drinking yeah. some Jagermeister. Yeah,
1: So the next day he was not past the next day. He was just high as fuck, like high, like couldn't walk. He was wobbly and just diarrhea everywhere, puke somewhere. So he was kind of all over the place. And then the day after that, he was kind of like, I don't know. So I I was, I was, and the whole time we're just, she's like, I feel so bad. Oh my God, I feel so bad. I'm like, it's okay. He's going to be fine. It's just (laughs) marijuana so he also ripped into her overnight bag but that was in my room like scattered everywhere and that was where she had like her her acetaminophen and ibuprofen and her Jesus vitamins fuck because luckily she didn't have her gummy vitamins in there because that's what he smelled She, did, so he didn't rip into that but if he had actually eaten like tylenol or ibuprofen he then he definitely would have had to go to the vet so but the the weed was fine so he just kind of worked it off And then we went outside, he was walking again, he's, you know, he's doing okay, he walked again, he was outside, and a branch fell, and he jumped sideways, and I have a pool. And he didn't realize there was no concrete underneath of him, and he jumped sideways into the deep end of the pool. And I was like, one minute I'm here, and the next minute I'm here, he's like, this, trying to get out of the pool. I'm like, so I'm (laughs) jumping in to go get him out of the pool. I'm like, oh my God, this just keeps getting better and better. So Needless to say, we did not go to FetishCon this weekend. We did not go to Oddities and Curiosities this weekend. Oh wait, and... this just happened. Yeah, this was
2: just this weekend. He's yeah, this real time over the weekend. So yeah, he, he's, he's just, just, just going to follow, back. Follow yeah. the dog around for a little bit of poo poo, but not yeah. at time. Yep. <laughs> <Yep. laughs>
0: so, have you had any experiences like that with your bandmates? <laughs>
2: uh, did, they, did they throw up and shit? Now, <laughs> now with now with shit and. Um, <laughs> that was shit but I, i'd say that you know we haven't had that much experience together like on the road um the guys do a lot of work on the road um so they've probably got some pretty funny stories i know that um when we're out and about drinking i'm probably got one of the weakest stomachs so i'm not i'm not gonna sit there and drink the whole bottle of tito's or if i do um, I better have somebody holding a pot for me the next day because I'm gonna be. They
1: gotta hold your dreads back.
2: Yeah, yeah. Leave both. You both gotta hold my dreads. A couple of weeks ago, uh, <laughs> we were working out of town. We went out to Gainesville, and uh, you know, of course, if I'm gonna be out on a town with with Dante, he's he's he wants to find where to where the karaoke's popping so we found karaoke and we found food and we found uh the country line dancing all on the same corner and you know so we had a, we had some tacos and then we did some uh Sorry. karaoke getting warmed up and then we ended the night over at the uh the line dancing place and my my knees are shot from doing floors for 25 years so i don't i don't do line dancing but dante Knows all the line dances. So I was getting a huge kick out of this, like the whole line dancing scene. And, and, you know, I guess there's certain songs and there's certain dances and they mm-hmm. all do it. I mean, they were doing all these like turn around. Freaky, freaky and <laughs> yeah. They were like all doing like this turnaround, jump kick and clap under your arms. Fuck and I'm that. like, well, if I was standing on that dance floor and even trying to do that for one, I would probably blow a knee out. And then I would get kicked in the face by some cowboy boot or something like that. Like, and, and I'm, st- and that's is all going through my head as I'm watching them all do their thing. I'm like, and then they all stomp at the same time, and it kind of has this like stampede kind of sort of I don't know. This like this big old. It just got that sound, and I'm like, wow, man, I'm really in a in a line dance place. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But how cool was it though, like watching these people, like totally, like in sync, just doing. Oh,
2: it was. It was great. I mean, especially because it was, you know, it was all, um, you know, in Gainesville, of course, University of Florida. So every, Mm -hmm. you know, young girl in there with their Daisy Dukes and their cowboy boots, and you know, well, that sounds terrible. (laughs) My son, yeah, my son and Dante were like living in their glory, and here I am over there standing there at my drink, like, huh. Like all, all these, all these kids are my kid's age. <laughs> you know, I was kind of thinking that, but like, eh, I'll just stand over here. And, you know, it was funny because, um, you know, Dante's got a lot of charisma, so he'll pretty much talk to anybody. And he once once he does, he's the life of the party. So uh, kind of wingmaning for Don, Dante that night was interesting because, I'd be hanging around and they're like, Oh, you know, this guy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He's my drummer. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, all right. You know, Hey, you know, it, it <laughs> is funny because I, t- I told my son, I said, next time, bro, when it's like, we'll go to the college town. You can't forget your ID, man. You know, cause they'll let you in if you're 18, but you have to have physical ID. So on, on that night, he left his ID at the house and, uh, where I'm the, the story is gonna culminate with me having way too much Tito's mm-hmm. and waking up the next day kind of like not knowing where I was and and being like, you know, kind of like this totally feels like we're on tour because we were roughing it in some dorm room. And, you know, I the first people I saw was Dante and I saw my son. And I'm like, whoa, what the hell happened last mm-hmm. night? You know, it was like one of those things. And there I was Ralphing in the in the toilet. I'm like, oh my God, what did I eat? You know, I'm like, oh, must have been like, tacos. <laughs> <laughs> it's always
1: like, tacos or pizza, right?
0: He, he wakes up with like a plaid shirt and a giant metal belt buckle, not knowing where it came <laughs> oh, from.
2: Right. I get the cowboy hat. I'm like, where the hell does the cowboy hat come from? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, good, April.
1: No, I was gonna um, say, so where where can people find you? Where can they find you on social media? Where are you playing next? What's going on with you guys?
2: So right now with your stuff, yeah, with weapons of a new, we just released our new single called angel has fallen. Uh, It came out a few weeks ago on all streaming platforms, Spotify, uh, Apple music, um, pretty much wherever you you can find it. Angel has fallen. Uh, We just released our video. um, The video that we uh, came out a couple of weeks ago as well. We did a show on the same night to celebrate that. Uh, we worked with Thomas Crane from Kill Devil Films. Um, he's kind of been making his name lately, the last five years or so, by you know just unprecedented work. Um, a lot of people have been using them. A lot of local guys. Um, my friend Cipher Machine worked with them, um, and to, but they've also worked with bigger names like Queensrÿch. Uh, mm. Recently, worked with Um So. Uh, A couple months ago, we sort of fired up the weapons camp and said, okay, guys, you know, we're going all in. And it went from being, we're going to shoot two videos this weekend to we're going to shoot three videos this weekend. Um, So we started with Angel Has Fallen. And then the second video is called Demons. And then the third video is going to be called Take You Down. And it's going to be linked together as a short film at the end uh, so it's going to be a trilogy of videos that kind of tells the story um they're going to go into the story too much but um you know the first one if you've seen the video for angel you know it, it mm-hmm. talks about you know angel has fallen so it goes through the trials of what you know what happened and then of course demons it's going to discuss you know our demons and the things that 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 haunt us and that that ultimately you know is going to culminate to take you down but uh the last video um is going to be pretty special i think that when we release it I, because of the content it's going to be either our uh, borderline x-rated because of the gore factor nice uh, i guess i can say that without giving away too much but i mean stuff happens in in the in the storyline it was a lot of fun uh you know kind of kicking around the ideas and 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 acting out the things because we actually had you know got a chance to you know be in our own video but some of the stuff was staged we had to do a little bit of acting it was a lot of fun it was it was so much to do in a weekend that i can't even believe we did it all in three days Mm um it was a good kickoff though and a good sort of like one of those um bonding experiences with the band. So since we haven't been on any long tours together, we have been spending hours and hours and days, and like you know, basically months together in the, in the room dialing all this stuff in, um, you know, the the level of musicianship on this band is, is, is just so, you know, the bar is set pretty high. So everybody has to make sure you come in there, you know, your stuff, um, you know, and if somebody needs a little bit of help, you know, you can help, help your guy. You guys can rehearse together and you know, do what it takes. Cause you know, we're not, we're not going to make it. If there's one week link, everybody has to be on it's like that a marriage. It's, like a yeah, marriage. It, it, it's, it's a weird thing with being in bands. Uh, it is like a marriage to a bunch mm-hmm. of dudes, you know, every, people that's- get on each other's nerves and stuff like that. And that's part of, you know, part of being in a group. It's you got to work with your team, work with the, with the group. You know, for the better of the group, not just for the better of one guy or, or you know, there's no rock star.
0: Nope. Oh, oh. Hold on, I'll bring him back. There he is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has a rock star moment, but like, um, the point I was making was that it was it was it, that weekend was a good little jump start for the group as a whole, as like, okay, cool, we just did this all together as you know, a band. It was almost like a little adventure, like kind of like going on tour or going to a Mm -hmm. festival with your friends for a couple days you know afterwards you come home you're dirty you're smelly but you're like wow we did this all together and and that was really um a real good push because we we did that i think in the beginning of june and right as that was happening our management was in town and um they put together the show for us out at the whiskey and you know so we went you know pretty much like Almost like the same scenario that they did before not playing in front of 2000 people, but like going from nothing to now we're going to the whiskey to go play a show. It was, it was, um, I wouldn't say intimidating, but it was a, it was a fun, um, you know, thing to, to get past where we're like, yeah, we're going to go do this. You know, it was, sure. no, there, yeah, it, there was no, uh, slowing us down at that point. We, you know, we did the videos and all that stuff and it was fired you know, we fired it up full blast. So we started doing eight to 10 hour days for that whole month leading up to the, to the show. So when we went into the whiskey, you know, it was, we were grinding out and, you know, it felt like the show, it was over before we knew it. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe we're done. And now we got to go home, you know, and we still watched the other bands and we hung out that night and met all the fans and kind of like went through the whole, Uh, you know, the party and all that stuff. And uh, we ended up back at the Rainbow uh, over in the the middle is Lemmy's Lounge. So we sat in there and by that point in the night, Weapons had formed an entourage of like 25 people that was following us. bar It it was crazy because we're looking around being like, holy crap, man, everybody in this room is with us. And you know, we only went there as the band on the plane. So when when we are looking around and seeing all these people, some of the people knew weapons from before some of them were the fans that were screaming our lyrics back at us. You know, we want to meet the fans. We want to party with the fans and, you know, hang out and be friends with everybody. I mean, cause we're all, we're all humans. Even though we're on a stage when we walk off the stage, we're still standing on the same ground as they are. That's so, right. you know, we're not, we're not better or bigger than anybody else. Uh, especially right now, I mean, it's grassroots still, you know, we might have a couple of uh, uh, feathers in our cap by way of like e- endorsement or like record label or you know, we have uh, management and, and things like that, but you know, when it comes down to it, we, you know, we're people you know, we go out there, we, we make friends with, with the other bands uh, you know, we're not playing battle of the bands there's no competition out here if we're on the same stage and we're on the same bill you know, kudos, hey, let's staff it up, let's, you know, let's exchange information let's you know network you know it's it's really network the only way to get um you know recognition or you know keep keep it going is to you know have dudes in the band that are gonna you know be cool to the fans i mean i I don't i don't really particularly care for bands that have you know huge attitudes i mean i get it some of the bands are big time but when i've met Some of my heroes, the ones that were like super cool, those are the ones that are still my heroes or I look up to the ones that have a reputation. You know, I'm not going to like say any names, but there's, you know, you just don't you don't need to do that.
1: (laughs) Right. No kidding. So. No, seriously, thank you for being with us. And we really appreciate your time. And anybody that wants to see the rest of the videos for Weapons of the New, go over to YouTube and subscribe to their channel. Check out what they've got. And when the new ones are up, you'll be first to see them. And you can also follow them on Facebook. So... But all, all right, thought, yo, Julius. I, I, thank you for being here.
0: I'm actually watching the video; it's kind of dope right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you mind That's if I awesome. just play about
0: 20 seconds real quick, so everybody gets just yeah, a little do it, taste?
1: Do it, do it. Yeah,
0: I <laughs> love this. This shit is awesome. Yeah, dude. it's
1: good. It's good. I want to see you guys make it all the way to the top, and I'm also gonna like message you about drum circles. So I will be talking to you soon. All right, cool. Thank Julius you for being on. Caesar, <laughs> you
0: are the man, brother. Thank you for spending Thank so much time with us, bro. Welcome
2: to the new.com, y'all. All
1: right, You're have a good man, one, man, bro.
2: All right. Blessings they to can. you, brother. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a All good right, one, brother.
0: Dude, that yo, cool. Oh, I'm only gonna stay 15-20 minutes. <laughs> Get out of here. This so, guy, so
1: you can make it from karaoke,
0: Jesus. Christ. What, in, in, what, what a cool, what a cool. F- he just seems like a dude that I, I would love to just fucking chill with, you know, and hang out. Oh,
1: he's just... so cool. He is. I met him at the Ren Fair. So, like, and I was invited to get on stage and play the drum with him, with, with, with his group. I didn't even get to talk about the taiko drumming. The taiko drumming is amazing. So if tell not... us about that real quick. Yeah. Yeah. In a nutshell, taiko <clears throat> drumming is uh, like Blue Man Group is taiko drumming to, to some degree. Um, it's very physically demanding. And it has its own thing going on. It's spiritual, physical, and it's, uh, look it up. It's got its roots in, I want to say Japan and in, I believe Korea, mm-hmm. but it is really, really amazing drumming and um, there's a specific way to do it and it's very showy. It's like, Ch-ch-ch-ch.
0: I think I can actually yeah. pull something out really quickly while you're describing it. So it's Taiko, like, uh, like, like the
1: T-A-I-K-O, carpet. Taiko, T-A-I-K-O. He- <laughs> T-A-I-K-O.
0: Jesus, hold on one second. Yeah. This thing is freaking this is blasting in my ear right <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> you heard that music? No. Yeah.
0: So tyco drumming?
1: Yeah, taiko drumming.
0: Let's see tyco drum battle music? Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Let's see what the fuck this is. Oh, okay. Here we go. Yeah. I think I'm Alex,
1: to... I used to be a drummer when I was in school. But back Japanese... in the band camp.
0: <laughs> hold on. Let me just pull up the video real quick. We're about to go home actually. Uh we're almost done with the show. Uh, let I me show know. let me show a little bit of this real quick. Let me let me bring this up for you guys uh watching. If you're listening on uh podcast, uh you should tune in live. Yes. <laughs> here we go. So this is uh
1: Yeah, watch this. This is crazy.
0: Oh, right, here we go. I'm just going to play a a short sample. I want to get freaking struck. Hold on. Okay. Oh, look at
1: them. Yeah, and these guys have to be in good
0: shape. Well, yeah, these guys they're just standing there. Are they going to do anything?
1: Oh, well, they, will, they will, they will. It starts slow.
0: Holy shit. That's what she said. It's an,
1: it's an art. There's an art to it.
0: That's what she said, sir. You guys are kind of ripped.
1: Well, real taiko drummers are.
0: Look at those sticks. Jesus. Yes. And
1: this, this is what they do at the Ren Fair here, too.
0: In the blue man group, they have the blue paint on it and yeah, everything's yeah. splashing all over the place. And it's like, how cool is that? I like this. All right. Let me, let me, let me fade this. Let me just fade this out. I just wanted to give you guys a.
1: Yeah. There's some, there's some, if you look up some, uh, Taika drumming, there's some really, really, uh, jamming stuff going on there.
0: That's cool. So, um, so listen first and foremost i thought i thought julius caesar was fucking cool as fuck man just like julius really cool. caesar mendoza julius caesar mendoza mendoza El latino <laughs> Is Latino.
1: it doesn't every guest that we bring on here
0: i guess so <laughs> hey did you hear that fucking ben and jerry's lost two billion bucks
1: i did that was a follow-up story to that No, i guess you were right and mm-hmm. i was wrong
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there's your follow-up yes um god you can tell that story
0: it says here, and I quote, uh, I'm reading this off of uh, B News, but it's all over the place, it says the woke ice cream company Ben and Jerry's scorned uh, the U.S. on July 4th, telling Americans their country exists on stolen stolen indigenous land and to return it. Uh, long story short, uh, basically, ever since then, uh, the Native Americans that they were I don't know, trying to put over, I guess you would say, are trying to like, oh, yeah, we're going to, you know, what's the word Uh not green lighting uh not uh, what is the word uh greenwashing. no nah, they would they were like trying to fucking like like suck up to to, to the uh, native americans and try yes. to put, yes and the, the native americans like yeah good idea you're fucking uh
1: well the chief the chief in that area actually contacted yeah uh, them and i believe the local newspaper and requested that they give up their land back to his tribe yeah and because that never got a response
0: They they built and this is the original tweet here, guys. For those seeing, so this was on July fourth. These idiots tweeted, "This is the Fourth of July. It's high time we recognize the U.S. Shut up, shut up." So they got fucking. And you know what's so funny? Because we can go right into this real quick. Um, so remember how people were like really up in arms about the fucking Washington Redskins and shit. Oh, um, yeah. The football team. I don't know if you heard about this, but check this out, guys. This is a quick little story, and I got I to gotta go pee real quick, but uh, we're almost done.
2: Run the story. <laughs> Once again, the name of the football team playing in Washington, D.C. is up for debate. The Washington Redskins' name was changed Ooh. in 2020 after years of backlash, at least some backlash, citing insensitivities to Native Americans. The athletes played a couple of seasons as the Washington football team before switching to the Washington Commanders in 2022.
1: But now the Native American Guardians Association is demanding the Washington Commanders change its name back to the Redskins to honor the history of their people. A petition supporting the change has racked up almost 100,000 signatures. Joining us with... <laughs> oh, man, what's next? Aunt Jemima's gonna say, I want my Sarah back. Well, here's the thing.
0: That was the whole point of of the Redskins' team that, the, the team name it was to honor like like the Seminoles the the yeah. the, the the Seminoles yeah. like you're fucking like you're putting over yeah. there so I I always oh, oh I... by
1: the by the way Florida mm-hmm. made a law they officially do not recognize preferred pronouns
0: shut up
1: that is a law here now no so preferred... what does that
0: what does that mean so in other words I guess you get a... I
1: guess you will not be um, criticized if you if you prefer not to have preferred pronouns are
0: you shitting me? So so. Oh well, mm-hmm. it's not like here in New York. New York, if you say like I, now, I have to like. Oh well, I really don't give a shit. Um, but most of the time, you know, if uh, let's say I go to a Starbucks, which I actually stopped going to Starbucks. Um, this is my personal choice. I I used to like Starbucks coffee, but then they started putting over the whole woke shit and and you know giving out cups with messages on them that, you know, uh, cool, if, if you're into it, that's sits on you, I respect it but again, shoving shit down our throat, just like Ben and Jerry's did just like fucking Bud Light did just like Budweiser, and I just um, even though I like the coffee, I just said alright, fuck it, I'll go to Dunkin' or even even better, I started making my own coffee and bringing it to work, old there
1: school there you go, there but you I, go, save I, that I, money
0: save that money, I buy, I buy some Café Bustelo uh
1: huh
0: and I make two cups, and I put it yep. in. the, I have the old school. Uh, what do you call it? The thermos. Yeah. Throw it in my bag. I got coffee for days. How you doing? Make
1: the Cuban. Make the Cubano coffee. Yes, the Cuban
0: coffee. So I mean, that that's pretty much it. I really don't have much to to talk about. No, uh, no.
1: I was just looking. Speedway said that he plays Tyco professionally in the Sarasota Run Fair. What? Well, then I have seen you then because I go to that. That's my favorite run fair. So that is that's the best run fair in the area. Yeah.
0: So how come? Have you guys met or no?
1: Um, I've 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 watched the shows. (laughs) I've been at that stage. Yeah.
0: Hey, Speedway. Next time you're doing it, I dare you. Just while you're pounding the drums, just scream out
1: April! real
0: loud. (laughs) That'll be fucking awesome. Or just go.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: while he's drumming, I want him really nice and loud. I want you to just yell out.
1: Yeah, I've seen you. I remember. That's what I tip you guys. I tip all you guys. So.
0: I, I want him to do this. Look, while he's drumming, I want him to yell this.
1: Big ass titties.
0: While you drum? Can you do, yes. <laughs> you do that for me?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, and those so that, are those are really good shows. I we appreciate those. Yes. Heart, we actually center our day around two things: uh, human chess and mm-hmm. the Taiko drumming.
0: The Taiko so, drumming.
1: And Brian, hello! Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I didn't get a chance to say hi to you. Brian is also one of our Renfair people. Nice. He's uh he's a, he's the Tin Man. The Tin Man. He does. He's a big big Tin Man. He he makes all these. Uh, these these things out of tinfoil that turn into like awesome art.
0: Oh, I love that! I know what you mean. I know, yeah. That shit is fucking cool. Hey, yeah. speaking of speaking of art, the art of burning down uh, countries like Calif, like uh, Canada, uh, Hawaii, Maui. Yeah,
1: these, what's going on with that? This is not this is not normal or natural. Listen, this is something's going on. It doesn't seem oh, it doesn't seem right.
0: Too many of these fucking wildfires just popping up out of nowhere, and I don't want to hear. See, this is what I'm thinking.
1: They're trying to normalize all these weird things, and they're not normal.
0: Well, not only normalize it. So, look, I, I'm not going to go down too big a rabbit hole, but I got yeah,
1: Eva's saying it's arson and control.
0: See, that's what I think. And I where think is, that too. But well, where is it coming from? Like, I mean, how difficult is it? Land grab. Not even that. Shoot, listen, land you know, grabs. we have we have satellites in the sky that shoot lasers.
1: No, I'm, I'm just saying they land grabs.
0: <laughs> yeah, land I mean,
1: land. Land and time and youth are the the most popular the the, the most sorry, pro- profitable most valuable things. So what won't people do for land, time, and youth?
0: What I think they want to do is they want they want to push down our throats that everything is burning down because the earth is heating up and all those other shit. Yes. Yes. that's that's what I think. The the
1: yeah. this is just an yeah. assumption.
0: You I know think Hawaii,
1: Hawaii is a testing ground.
0: Jeez, that's so sad, man. And you know the the worst part about this. <laughs> Is in order to get over an agenda, allegedly, people have to lose their lives.
1: Oh, the the, the they're saying a hundred people died, but the islanders are saying about four hundred and fifty people died. Oh
0: my God! That's and so a sad. lot of them.
1: So here's the thing they they didn't have school that day. They canceled school that day. And oh no! The, and they shut the water off. Is what some of the hawaiians are saying
0: chani man i'm sorry to hear that brother i'm yeah. from hawaii i'm devastated for my hometown island that got burned down brother i'm so sorry man for real
1: so they <laughs> they uh it ended up they they a lot of children died so i mean this is this is unbelievable i mean it really is and i i think if you honestly and, and oh i'm so i have so many things to say that i can't even speak all right so a second.
0: take it easy Take a deep breath.
1: If you think that the government has your best interests in mind, you do not know history. Mm-hmm. And and Alex says first Australia, then Canada, now Hawaii, with these fires. Come this on. is this is an agenda. Okay. <sighs> these are not natural. And if you remember with Australia, the prime minister got caught trying to hide the science. He was bribing the scientists not to publish the information because he was trying to take the money that they were trying to, they were allotting to, to, to give back to the Remember, I think we had this on, uh, I guess Colin was the, the, the uh, producer then, but he got caught trying to keep the money that was supposed to be put back into the animals for the foresting there. So this is the yeah. tweet
0: you you shared this tweet with me it says um okay it says locals in Maui are uh, refusing to sell their land to elites mm-hmm. it says the uh, the part of the island mainly destroyed by the fires was prime area right mm-hmm. next to lavish mega mansions and another note here it says now a lot of those locals are forced to sell their land and many tragically died in the flames Wow huh yeah and then
1: Nothing that Oprah owns. She was buying up land like crazy. Nothing that she owns was touched, from what I understand. She came in there.
0: It says here, yeah. Oprah, Jeff Bezos, to, Lady Gaga, Bill Gates, Morgan Freeman, Will Smith, Julia right. Roberts can all suck an egg.
1: That she came in there to help, but, of course, she brought in all camera crews to make it, um, you know, visible. And that's the Islanders said, said no, get out. Leave us alone.
0: Fucking the, Oh, that's right. When the she Islanders in are
1: banding together, yeah.
0: Well, you know what? You don't fuck. You don't fuck with the islanders, man. I'm not Well,
1: that's about the- that's we we are about to see a first class lesson. Americans, pay attention, because we're going to see what it's like to unite. Because yeah. these islanders are going to show us what happens mm-hmm. when people unite, and how they get things done. Because we can't do it. Apparently, we actually believe what they tell us. They, we believe there's two sides we believe there's a there's a left and a right we we fight with each other over the dumbest things. We believe this stuff. watch Hawaii you're going to see them unite and get things done because for some reason we can't do it, but they will show us how to do it
0: it's 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 a tragedy um
1: it is a tragedy well. And from, from what I understand, I don't even, I don't, does the money even go into them that if we send to the red cross or should you find like the smaller,
0: Oh, I don't trust that shit for, I I, don't either.
1: There's a girl named crystal teeny. If you look her up on Instagram, she goes by crystal teeny. She started her own fundraiser. I completely believe she's legit and she's raised, I think over $13,000 in one day for them. mm -hmm. Um, so, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I think it's safest to, to donate to her fundraiser for them.
0: I rather really donate to like a rapper that mm-hmm. legit goes out there with cash in hand, you know. I'm and, and just fucking gives out cash because I've seen it, or or like certain influencers that are not part of the the, the big scheme of things.
1: That's her. Yeah, she's a she's a an influencer that has ties to Hawaii.
0: You know, but um, but man, my heart goes out to to our brothers and sisters in Hawaii. And like I said, I can't wait until. They start raising shit. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I'm gonna start playing um, this out. Go wait, ahead.
1: wait! I got two more things oh, to say before you right. put this out.
0: Let me let me it's just just turn a reminder. The
1: music off. It's just a reminder once again: there's no such thing as hate speech. Are you sure? There's, yes. There's ah. only speech that we don't like, and that any word, any slur, mm-hmm. can be used in an affectionate or a negative connotation. Of course. And hello there. So hey, bitch. So you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I get, I get called, I get
0: called a, a silly cunt by all my uh, uh, Australian friends.
1: Exactly. So do not let anyone tell you there is such a thing as hate speech. It does not exist. Words. And labeling things as hate speech is just no, another way to control the language. Movies. And when they control the language, they control us. So yep. there's one thing to keep in mind. Um, secondly, I found something that you guys might be interested in. It's called White Flag App. So if you are having a crisis of any type, it's a, it's a trauma based app and it's peer to peer. So you can, you can look up white flag app. I did research it and you can put in as much information as you are comfortable with, and it will match you. um, If you're, you know, having suicidal thoughts or you're dealing with certain types of trauma it will match you to the person is this it? that could, yeah, that could best help you with whatever your situation is. It's called, you know, you're raising the white flag and you know, it's not professionals. There's not money involved. This is again, this is just peer to peer. You're going to be talking to somebody who's been through it already kind of like AA. So um, if you need help and you can't get it and you don't want to talk to um people um professionally i guess uh and you you would like to talk to somebody Mm -hmm. look it up white flag app and maybe that can be helpful to somebody cool so that's it i just wanted to mention that
0: so um i just wanted to tell everybody that next week uh i got my son coming over and i got some things to do with him uh i'll i'll do my regular wrestling show in the morning but then i'm gonna be like gone the next two days doing stuff with aiden He's coming on the, over to visit, and uh, I'm going to be spending some, some quality time with my son because school is right around the corner, so I want to try to get as much time with him as possible, so I won't be hosting the show, unfortunately.
1: Colin said stuck- he would. I see yeah. he was in here. He well, said that, he would do it.
0: That's why I said unfortunately. You guys are stuck with fucking Colin. Um, I'm sorry. I apologize ahead of time. Uh, Colin is terrible uh, inside and out. Let me just... Uh, Stop sharing I the stupid love screen.
1: Colin. oh,
0: do you do? Are you sure?
1: <laughs> I do. We have uh, great fun together, <laughs> whatever. Um, but
0: fine, <laughs> Colin will fucking be here next week, and uh, I guess, uh, you know, I love you guys and I'll miss you next week, but I'll be here the following week, God willing. And uh, you know, uh, just do me a favor, guys, if you don't mind. Just if you believe in prayer, say a prayer for the family of my boy Jason, Jason Acosta, yeah. just Jay. Um, you know, keep positive thoughts and and, and vibes to his family because they're going through some shit. And of course, right now, you know, and uh, listen, man, I I said this in my podcast earlier today. Every day is a gift. Stop fucking complaining. Just enjoy the gift that's been given to you, and just pray for another one. You know what I'm saying, man?
1: Yep, yep. We're not tomorrow's not guaranteed, so make sure the people that you love make sure they know you love them to chowny man and to champagne kenny thank you for coming in late i saw your comments you guys are awesome and boobs are love speech you're right word Love, so love, love,
0: love. with that note guys i won't see you next week but you'll see those two boobs next week and speaking of boobs colin will be here so i love you all and i'll see you guys next we week. we love
1: you thank you for being here
0: bye i gotta go pee man seriously I know. it's killing me it's like coming out of my eyes right now it's insane <laughs> Hey, did I mention Colin's a, a weirdo? Oh, wait, we're still live. <laughs> you might
1: have said that. You might have said that. Sorry. Sorry. We love you, Colin. Hi, right. BRV.
0: BRV sucks, too. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>